There are so many things as business owners that we think we just don't have the time to do or that we can't have the luxury of doing them. After last week's episode with Jennifer Schur, I was thinking about sleep and how we really need to prioritize it. But what is it that makes us not make it a thing that we decide to actually do? So I invited Diane Dauphiné to come onto the show to talk about that. So let's jump into today's episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you for joining me on the show today, Diane. Thank you for having me. Let's start out by having you tell everybody who you are and what you do. Yes, so I'm Diane Daphne. I am a sleep specialist. I specialize in teen and adult sleep as well as pediatrics. And what I do is I work with individuals and families when they're struggling with their sleep and I help them get their sleep back on track. Amazing. And I really was excited to have you on the show because we did another episode recently and we talked about the importance of sleep. And I was saying to you, like, I want to go deeper because I know that, you know, we hear this a lot. You should go to bed earlier. Sleep is important and you should get more exercise. Like it's not a new message, but how do you make it a priority? Why do you actually make it a priority instead of just being like, like, I know I'm tired, but like, mm-hmm. isn't that what it means to be an adult? Yeah, exactly. So I always say life ebb and flows. So yes and no. You know, we want to honor our sleep just as much as we want to honor any area of health in our life, whether it's hydrating, exercising, as you mentioned, or consuming healthier foods. We want to make sure that we're maximizing sleep because sleep plays a really important role in how we feel, how focused we are, how our energy levels, how our hormones regulate, our blood pressure, all sorts of different areas are affected by sleep. So I know that you work with all kinds of people, adults, teens, babies too, but we're talking about adults today who need to get more sleep, but they're worried that it's going to be too hard. What's the belief that you've experienced, that you've seen, that you've witnessed, that people think when it comes to, like, I know getting more sleep would be good for me, but I can't because, like, what is it that people get hung up on when it comes to how they're going to get more sleep? Yeah, well, they're hung up on the busyness of our days. So we're in a time in comparison to generations ago where we didn't have as much electricity, we didn't have the use of technology, even myself as a child. My son said to me the other day, he needed me to set it straight. Did daddy not have cell phone when he was a kid? (laughs) And he was like mind blown, right? And my children don't have cell phones, but they just see kids at school. And this is like five-year-old, right? And seeing older children or babysitters come over with phones. And so when that beep goes off, something happens, right? Something's got our attention. We're distracted. We're somewhere else even though we might be trying to be present with our family. If you go to a restaurant, you're seeing people on their devices. So we're always sort of distracted. We always feel like we need to respond to that email or to that text message or to be on social media, catching up, things like that. So we never really have that off time. So by honoring that, we're feeling like we have more time in the day that we 
can be connected more to ourselves and to other important relationships in our lives as well, or time for uh, things that we enjoy, old passions that we might not be doing right now. So I find that's the biggest reason. And so of course, what comes first, the chicken or the egg with technology, it can increase our stress and anxiety levels as well. And there's other things that can contribute to stress and anxiety, but that is a big one that I see when I'm working with adults specifically in teens. Yeah, and you make a point that goes even beyond the technology. So the technology is that piece where we feel like, yeah, every time the bleep goes off, it's like that little hit of excitement. And so we get addicted to that. But there's also the fact that because we can always be connected, we think we should always be working. And so as a business owner, there just isn't that same feeling that when the day is done, the day is done. And I'm sure that, I mean, that's true beyond just business owners. But the pressure we put on ourselves to always be on, because that's the way we're going to find success, is really high. And you and I have had a lot of conversations over the years I've known you, where you know that I feel very strongly that regardless of whether or not it's because you're on your device, you don't need to work all the time to be successful. So it's like those two pieces together, right? There's the technology piece, but just the higher expectation that everybody thinks you should be available all the time and that that's the way you're going to find success. And so there's so much pressure. There is, there's tons of pressure and I see it, you know, especially with entrepreneurs and I can relate to that as a business owner myself. I used to joke that I was the sleep deprived sleep consultant, right? And it didn't feel right. I didn't feel like myself. I looked in the mirror one day and I said like, I don't even know who this person is because I was really pushing the envelope. I was working at night, I was getting up early, I was working all hours of the day, but I felt like I was on a hamster wheel. And so I had no choice but to slow down because my mental health was affected and my relationships were impacted by all of this and that I wasn't in line with what my values were or my reason why I began working with clients and with sleep. One of my clients actually yesterday sent me a photo and it was of a sleep specialist that was on the news who looked exhausted. And there was sort of the heading, like the lady on the right is a sleep consultant. And she said, something I always admired about you is that you always look like you've gotten lots of sleep, right? (laughs) Like that you're walking the walk. And I told her, you know, there was a time where I didn't. And I thought I can't continue to help people if I can't honor those needs for myself. And so things had to change really quickly or else it was at the point where I may have not been able to continue with my business. And by doing so that year, my business really took off. So my business actually grew and I was forced to work less and do some of the things that I enjoyed. And again, you know, turn off those notifications at a certain time in the evening and really honor myself. And there were some people that would ask, like, I sent you a message. Do you get it? Or try and get in touch with me another way. But then quickly people realized, okay, I know that there will be this sort of lag time between a response. And I just set up an automation on my email service as well. It's going to be 24 hours between this time of day and this time of day before you'll receive a response. So people were quite please, just to know when they could expect an answer. And if they got it sooner, then they felt that I got back to them more quickly. So often it was, thank you for responding so quickly, right? And it starts with sleep. So when I'm working with clients and then keeping in mind with business owners, just by simply doing a bedtime routine or 
perhaps not checking your email at a certain time, you'll start to notice that it can feel, we were talking about feeling uncomfortable in that pause or sort of that time where it feels like, well, now I almost don't know what to do, <laughs> right? So that's sometimes where we can reach for things to keep us busy or feel like we need to do something. But sometimes, you know, it's okay just to have that time that's not scheduled with something to do. Which is really important. A lot of the time we think that going, 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 doing, doing, doing is how we create the most success in our life. But my experience is that when we have time to slow down, that's when our brains come up with the brilliant ideas that take us to the next level. So if we never stop, if we schedule our days consistently full of stuff, that magic never happens. And we're tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're exhausted. We don't feel well. And sometimes, you know, like I said, I can be my own worst enemy too. I definitely recognize the signs much more quickly and can give myself permission. But sometimes working with a coach or asking a friend or your spouse knows you sometimes better than you know yourself. And I know there's been times that I've said like, can you give me some permission to like take the afternoon off? I really need this. And you'll say, here's my permission, right? And that's what I need. And then yeah, something magical always does come from that. So we were just talking about the other day, like it was a really heavy weekend family-wise. And Monday I had to really slow down. I had to cut out things that I just didn't have that energy. And I knew like I need to slow down and some things have to wait. And all of a sudden there were people contacting me that, you know, people that I've been trying to get in touch with that were now trying to get in touch with me. Like it seems like things were in line. And like I said, uh, instead of hitting my head against the wall, trying to make things happen, things were able to flow much more easily. Well, and that's the beauty of having somebody who's not you, because we can all talk ourselves into whatever we'd like to talk ourselves into. So if we'd like to talk ourselves into the idea that working harder is absolutely the best idea, we can do that. And sometimes you need somebody outside of your own head to help you see what is actually true. Yes, exactly. There's that too. And I remember asking you, like, I'm stressed about this. How do you know when something is a healthy stress and push? And how do you know when it's not? And like you said, there should be like some excitement, right? And knowing that that is accomplished or going to happen. And sometimes we make things more difficult <laughs> for ourselves than they truly are. Like you said, it's just a story and one for me. And it's still like, I do my own bookkeeping. There's something that my husband did and I took it over this year. Like I feel pride in knowing that I have this. I still don't like it, but it was way easier. And I felt empowered taking that on and knowing where everything was at. So there was definitely growth in that for myself. So that was something that I could have easily turned a blind eye to. That was a healthy push for me. Because we often think things are going to be harder than they are. We think that if it's going to be good, it has to be really hard. It has to be really painful. It's going to be terrible. And we don't want to do terrible things. So we avoid them. And the amount of times that I see people talk about the thing they've been putting off for six months that ended up taking them like 35 seconds. And I'm not saying changing all your sleep habits is going to be easy, yeah. but it may not be as hard as you think it's going to be. It may not be as painful as you think it's going to be. It may not have the consequences you think it's going to have. And in fact, you've told me a little bit about some of the benefits people get that are unexpected by changing their habits. Yeah, absolutely. I know we were just talking before we started the podcast and I said starting a bedtime routine or going to bed earlier, all of a sudden someone's reading a book, right? It's just a 
turn your mind off, a, a book that they enjoy, and then they have time. Again, they're not perhaps on a device or checking email or social media, and then you turn beside you and there's your spouse who you haven't really had a conversation with in some time. I know one of my clients started playing the guitar again because he said, like, if I have to do one more Sudoku because like, I don't know what else to fill the time with. I said, what's an old passion you used to do? And he's like, I used to play the guitar. He started playing the guitar for 30 minutes in the evening instead of watching Netflix series. And I think it's an important point. A lot of people will say, you know, I know what I need to do. So why would I pay you essentially to tell me what I already know? Everybody knows they need to eat healthy. Everybody knows they need to exercise. So a huge piece is the accountability. The second piece is knowing where to start. What's the biggest piece that you need to implement now and not going 100% in right away because you will just fall off so quickly. So start small, build that consistency until you have a new habit. So sometimes doing a bedtime routine and you do it 100% the first night and then the second night, life throws you off, right? And so it's my job when I'm working with clients is to say like, that's okay, that's life, that happened, right? Doesn't mean you can't get back on track. Why don't we start smaller? If someone's going to bed at midnight and they're going to go back to 10 o'clock, I get nervous because I know that that's just a huge jump. There's something that's filling that two hours. It's just going to be way too hard to start there. Why don't you just start with an 1130? Once that's more comfortable, we can start moving you backwards again. If you're starting to improve your sleep in that way, instead of doing all or nothing, it's going to be much more comfortable and then sustainable over the long term. Having support in all the different things that we do always works better. And the accountability is huge in what I do too as a business coach, right? A lot of what I sell is just having me say to people, did you do the thing? And if you didn't do it, <laughs> what should we do instead? But, you know, you can go and Google what to do, but I think you're 100% on point. It's not about just what to do. It's how to do it. It's how to feel supported. It's how to get through the parts where you start to feel wobbly because the wobble comes as you're making change, right? Like, ah, this is, I don't want to do this, right? But if you've committed in a way that makes you feel like, nope, I really committed to this, like hiring somebody like you, that's like a commitment that you're not going to just be like, well, I just bought a book or I read a blog post. Like there's something a little bit more concrete about that. And that helps you actually get to the place where you're going to go. So for me, I almost always hire a coach for whatever it is that I'm okay, this year I'm going to do this thing. And then I'm going to work with somebody to help me get there. Because otherwise, I have so many things going on. I get distracted. And like I said, I'm super good at talking myself out of doing things with like what sound like really good reasons. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true. I know there's many times that I've been like, my head's swirling. I have so many great ideas. And then you just help me zero it in, right? So just take it in. What's the most important one? Or maybe there's different themes. And I'm like, I knew that right after we talked. I knew that. Why couldn't I figure it out myself? It was just so hard when it was all stuck in my head. And then you're able to help get it out. And so it's absolutely the same with sleep. And if it was so simple, then you'd be doing it. And it's just not simple. And it's okay that it's not simple. But I like you you know, I love healthy eating. I love like preparing meals. But in the past year, I worked with a nutritionist because my energy levels weren't right. So I knew I was falling short somewhere. And she said, oh, you already have really great habits. And it was just a few simple things that we built in over time that it was like, wow, that made a huge difference for me. 
And so, yeah, it's, a, it's the same with anything, but I think a lot of us struggle in asking for help. And again, I'm human, so I get the struggle, but there's power in asking for help as well. And you just don't know what can change or improve when you do. Well, I'm so glad that you joined me today because like I said, we did the last episode where we talked about how important sleep is and and you don't want to burn the candle at both ends. And I think that's such an important conversation to follow up with on what you're going to feel about how hard that is and what you're going to feel about how it doesn't feel like it can work for you because you have a lot going on. But there are really strategic ways to get through that so that you can have time for you. Because when we talk about self-care, this is the kind of stuff that I mean. It's where you're taking care of your body so that it feels good and your brain. And I know a lot of people think self-care is just going to the spa, but it's so many pieces. And what I want are for more business owners to look at what they can do in their lives. What space can they create? What magic can they create? so that they have the energy to build these businesses that are thriving and making six figures and multi six figures and seven figures without feeling like the only way to do it is to be up till midnight every night and never see their family. But there is a way to make it all work together. Absolutely. Yes. So how can people find you? We're going to link to everything in the show notes, but tell everybody a bit about where they can find you. You can find me on my website, soundofsleep.ca. So all my information is there, how I work with people of all ages. And as you know, my biggest passion right now is working with adults after working with children, seeing parents so tired, and then in the entrepreneurial world, seeing business owners so tired as well, myself included, and coming back from that. And then also my Facebook page. So you can connect with me there. There's sleep tips and all all sorts of different things where you can get more information on sleep and some of the latest research that's coming out as well as uh, Instagram is another place where you can find me. And is it the same name on all the channels? Mm -hmm. Yeah, soundofsleep.ca. Perfect. So if you guys are interested in trying to get your sleep under control, you can book a free consult with Diane and check it out. Diane, thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. It's lots of fun. Thanks for listening in today. If you enjoyed the show, I hope you subscribe, share with friends, or leave a review online. And come hang out with us in my free Facebook group, The Biz Studio Community. Until then, I hope to see you online.